Topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Thank you for joining us for another edition of the 5-0 Show. I'm Jamie Rothschild, joined today by a friend and co-worker, Mike Fisher, Detective Mike Fisher from the Silent Witness Program. Mike, thank you for being here. Well, thank you for the invite, Serge. Have we, in the time that we worked together, I think we've done two, one or two of these episodes together. Not many, right? Sounds about right. About okay. two. We'll start doing more, because now we're joined by Steve Riom. Steve is the sergeant of the Silent Witness Program. Sergeant Riom, thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jamie. Am I saying it right? Is it Riom? Yep. The reason I ask is now that I see, when you're doing the Silent Witness Program, now that I see it in writing, now I'm questioning myself. And I've heard different people say it different ways, but it's real. Yes, that's correct. So what do you think? So far, you're the silent witness coordinator. You're running the program. Is it weird to go from a spot where you're doing investigations or leading a community action team, and now people want to interview you? That's got to be kind of a huge shift in what the day-to-day is. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely a, a huge shift from the day-to-day uh, dealing with the media one-on-one, all the different reporters, the different agencies, the organizations, um, both online and print, is uh, definitely different than what I was doing prior to this. You can take all the classes in the world, but preparing for that, you really just have to jump in and do it, right? I mean, it's different once you're in front of the camera. Absolutely. It's totally just jump in and do it and then kind of review the stuff that you've done in the past, watch your videos. But the more and more, just like with anything, the more experience you get, the easier it is. You know, it's funny. You and I talk about well, how much we did do or didn't do, and yet we're sitting here joined by Mike Fisher, who's probably done more interviews than you and I combined, because Mike's been with the program for a, a few years. A few years, and has time and time again done uh, interviews regarding cases. And what's nice about Mike is he can, you know, he can do those both for English and Spanish. And that's mm-hmm. a, a, a gift I wish that I had had. Mike, did you ever sit and try and figure out how many times you've been interviewed over the course of these years? Not, no, not really. I know I've done a few, but I just. Every interview is different too. That's the thing about the program here. the The job itself is it's, there's never an interview where it's all about the you know same info. It's always different. You got different people that you work with, different departments, different officers too. Yep. And that's what makes it fun. And you just do it, and before you know, it, you got a bunch of interviews. I tell people that, and it's it, no matter where you work, you have the same thing. You've you've got Cher and Madonna, folks who are known by their first name only, and then in our department, you got Mike, right? If it's anything silent witness events, hey, just call Mike, call Mike. You need other agencies. Hey, is Mike there? <laughs> Even the call center one day called me. They're like, hey, man, is, is Mike around? <laughs> you've done this for so long. Do you still learn when you're doing this job, or are you thinking, nah, I'm. Eh. You know, I got it. I got it all figured out. Because I would imagine you're still encountering new things all the time. Yeah, you, you never figure out the job itself. It's always different. And and that's, the like I said earlier, it's the fun part about it. It's it's not boring at all. And at Silent Witness, we also, a lot of people don't realize this, but we deal with family members that they just lost a loved one. And they'll call us, like, right after a homicide and they'll say, you know, hey, uh, I'm just curious if you guys could help us out with this. And we, what we tell them is our whole staff pretty much tells the person that just take care of your business right now. You know, you shouldn't be worrying about any rewards or any anything. Just take care of your business and we'll do the rest 
because that's that's the thing about the silent witness programs, the the flyers that we do that the detectives put out. That's on us. There, we we take care of all that, and the family's got more issues to handle than just worrying about getting their case out to the media right away. But it's understandable too, though they want their case solved, and and so do we. Well, and and you you probably don't even realize how much you do. And so, for anyone who doesn't know what Silent Witness, Silent Witness is a program that's been in the valley over forty years. It enables people to submit information anonymously to law enforcement, and that can be whether it's the Phoenix Police Department, DPS, anywhere in the Valley. Once you submit that information, the officers don't know who you are, but that information gets evaluated, and if it's the key or critical to an arrest, then the code number you're given can be taken to a bank, and you'll be handed cash, no ID, no signatures, and you leave. It's it's that simple, but it's that effective, and it's effective almost to 8,000 arrests so far in the Valley. And, Mike, you, you probably don't give yourself enough credit because, yes, we do focus on the information that comes in, and the folks at Silent Witness will get it to the investigators. What we don't always um, recognize is the impact you do have with families. Families, heartbroken families, come to you, and they want justice. They want their case solved. We know we can't bring the the relative who was who was taken back, but we can give them the gift of arrest. And I've seen you talk to and listen to and lean into families with a very sympathetic ear. Is that something um, that I don't want to say that you enjoy about the job, but you must feel a great sense of reward that you're able to help them through the hardest thing they've ever gone through. And that's exact word I would use: rewarding, because you know that you help someone, and even. We even remind people, you know, because sometimes people call us a case that's 20 years old. We may not know about it, and it hasn't gotten any media on coverage. So we turn around and get with the detectives, the cold case detectives, and ask them, hey, can we feature this case? The family's been calling us, and they'll say, sure. So we do a flyer, and we get it out to the media again. That's why a lot of these cases that you see, a lot of times people will say, it's a 20-year-old case. Well, the family wants closure on this, and... It's nice to know, you know, what happened here, and that's where we're at. You know, we basically, it's not about, and sometimes the people that call us with information that help us solve cases, they basically tell us, I'm not doing this for the reward. Do whatever you want with that reward money, but here's the info. Do what you want with it. And that's rewarding, too, when you hear somebody actually not calling in for a reward, just doing it because it's the right thing to do. There's no statute of limitations, statute of limitations on loss, particularly when we have uh, had the opportunity to serve parents who've lost their children. Uh, loss is is brutally hard no matter who you are, uh, but when you look at a parent whose child is no longer with them, the parents will tell us uh, frequently, you know, I would give everything and more, including my own life, just to have that one more day. And one of the things that I've noticed about you, Mike, is you've never seemed like that has you're as caring and sensitive as you are when it happens now as you were uh, the first time you've heard this and I've, I've known you for years it, it i don't want to say it takes a toll because we'll never experience what they have but there is something called compassion fatigue mm-hmm. yet you never seem to have experienced that you when you hear that someone's going through loss you really seem to stop everything you're doing and lean into helping them. Uh, is that hard? It's hard at times, but pretty much our whole staff there, all the detectives we have there, and um, we all pretty much practice the same way where we listen to someone, 
because everybody's got a story, you know, to say. You just have to listen to them, and that's what we're there for. We just remember that we're there to help out the person on the other end, and also the tipsters. Sometimes that you kind of get the idea that they don't want to talk, so you got to kind of like make them feel comfortable to give us the information. There's times when I've told people, you know, when because you can hear them, they're like whispering sometimes. And there'll be somebody else in the room, and you explain to them, you know what, hey, if you can't talk right now, call me back later when you can, and we'll talk. And they do. They call back, and they'll say, I appreciate you. You know, you caught on, and I couldn't talk at the time. Somebody stepped in the room. and So that's what we're there for. And then when we say anonymous, that's exactly what we mean. You know, we don't know where you're calling from. We don't have caller ID. We don't have your name and number that pops up. And we don't call people back either, so... It's up to you to call us back also. So never please, never use silent witness to make a police report because we don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, for you, for Katie, for Patrick, for all the folks who run the program, and for all the board members who selflessly give up their time, and we don't say it enough, thank you for what you do because you truly have helped make the community safer. So thank you. Thank you. Steve, you step into this role. You've worked in investigations in the past. I worked in investigations before I came over. You, I didn't have the level of appreciation I have for the Silent Witness program and its capabilities. Are you now stepping into this role like, man, there's a lot to this? Yeah, there's definitely a lot a lot to it. Um, if I circle back, uh, I think the hardest thing is definitely talking to the families. And you can, by talking to them on the phone and in person, you can definitely feel uh, the trauma that they've gone through and the pain that they're suffering. But I think the interesting and most valuable and rewarding part of the program is that kind of what Mike said is it it gives the families hope and something to look forward to. And they feel like someone is trying to help them and still there with them. One of the things that that we have all suffered with COVID was the ability to be in person, sit across the table from someone and give a hug or hold a hand. Without that, it's it's harder but I know that the program seeks every opportunity they can within the COVID restrictions to try and make those personal connections. When you look, Steve, into the eyes of someone who's hurting, do you feel like a weighty responsibility or is it, look, I don't necessarily know the answer, but we're going we're gonna to try and get you through this together? How do you approach it? Yeah, I think you have to approach uh, each, each family, each victim's family, the next of kin uh, individually, and that... Uh, you have to understand why you're here. You know, we have to go back to our why, why we're here as police officers, why we're here with the Silent Witness Program, and try to stay focused on that and that the ultimate. If we can just give them some kind of resolution, some kind of justice, that's better than, you know, nothing at all because we can certainly can't bring their loved one back or take the trauma away. But anything we can do to make it a little bit less and show them that someone does care. And you have a very unique perspective, Steve, because you you worked in one of our investigations unit, Violent Crimes Bureau. This is now the other side. So although you're not out doing the investigating, now you have the honor of walking families through the worst thing that's ever happened to them. When you look back and, and when you had put in for this job, when you look back, do you feel like, yep, this is exactly where I needed to be? Actually, I think it does because I like uh, investigations. I like solving crimes, you know, the puzzle aspect of it, but helping the families. And uh, the great thing about this job, I think it is where I'm meant to be, is that it's valley-wide. And also we work with other programs throughout the state and the country. 
but it's valley-wide, and then I'll work with all the different investigation bureaus within Phoenix and the Valley, homicide, robbery, assaults, you know, uh, animal crimes, and property crimes. We're talking to Sergeant Steve Reum and Detective Mike Fisher from the Silent Witness Program. Mike, we mentioned, you mentioned, been doing this program a couple years. You look back towards the, your police career, and I know probably within the next few five or so years, you and I will probably have moved on. What do you want your legacy to be? What What do you want to be best remembered for in this field of law enforcement? Because you've, you've helped a lot of families, and you are known in law enforcement agencies throughout the Valley. Well, wow, great question. I just want to be known as I made a difference in someone's life. And uh, just basically being out there, being available for whatever the people needed. I was there to help them out. And if, if I couldn't help them out, I'd find somebody that could. And that's the thing about this job is you have so much flexibility, and that's the fun part about it. It's So just making a difference in someone's life. And I have to give you one more compliment. There was something that happened recently. It was on a weekend. I, this is when I still worked with you. And I hadn't even asked for help and automatically got the text from you like, hey, we're in. What, what can we do to help? That that work ethic, that desire to serve uh, you, Patrick, Katie, the whole team, just an amazing team. So thank you and thank them for what you do because I know a lot of people don't see your face, but they hear your voice, and we appreciate you. Thank you, Serge. Steve Reum, I wish you all the best. Uh, I'm so happy for you in this new opportunity. What's the one thing you hope to do in your time in the unit? Uh, Grow the program as much as I can. Get the program awareness out there and have more people submit as many tips as we possibly can. So to that end, thank you for saying that. Please, to learn more about Silent Witness, please check out their website, silentwitness.org, or call 480-WITNESS if you have information about an unsolved felony crime. Sergeant Steve Reum, Detective Mike Fisher, thank you both for being here, and thank you for serving the families of those that we serve. Thank you. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you to Bonneville for this time, and thank you to Ed, our producer. Until next week, stay safe, and if you want to learn more about careers at Phoenix, it's phoenix.gov slash employment. You've been listening to 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480-948-6377.